Hey everybody, it's Bill Black, the Exit Coach from the Exit Coach Radio Show. One of the questions I get asked the most is how do I grow the value of my business? I'm so busy working in it, I need to work on it. So we've created a special report for you on 10 tips to grow the value of your business. Just text the word DRIVERS to 44222 to get a special free report right to your inbox. That's DRIVERS to 44222. Text DRIVERS to 44222. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. Hi, everyone. It's Bill Black, the Exit Coach from the Exit Coach Radio Show. You know, one of the biggest questions I get on the show is, what exactly goes into a business exit plan, and when should I start creating mine? Well, I always tell people that the best time to start was five years ago, but the next best time is now because you never know when you might need it. So we put together a free report that describes what an exit plan is and what you should know. You can get it free by texting EXIT PLAN with no spaces to 44222. That's EXIT PLAN to 44222. Again, text EXIT PLAN to 44222. Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach tip of the day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Well, hey, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, Always a pleasure to have you with us. We talk to a wide variety of advisors for their best tips, ideas, and precautions here at Exit Coach Radio. And, you know, one of the things that goes with owning a business often is owning a piece of commercial real estate for your business to operate out of. Very, very common, especially here in Southern California. And we're going to talk today about the evolution of downtown Los Angeles commercial real estate with expert Anthony Bihar uh, of Major Properties. He's the executive vice president and partner. They're located in Los Angeles, and Anthony is a commercial real estate broker that represents property owners, buyers, tenants, investors, and developers of commercial and industrial property throughout the greater Los Angeles area. So he helps clients with acquisition, disposition, and leasing of properties, and he should know what's going on in downtown Los Angeles. So Anthony, welcome. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you, Bill. Thanks. Pleasure to be on the show. Thank you uh, for for joining us. Uh, We, you know, we're we're looking for great tips and ideas, and you've got them. So I'm uh, glad you're here with us today and can't wait to hear about this topic. Tell us a little bit about um, your background and, and how long ago you got into real estate and uh, and what your business is all about. Sure. Well, again, it's a pleasure to be on the show, and i, I got to tell you, it's uh, my first radio interview, so this is uh, kind of exciting and uh, Popping the cherry on this one with you, Bill. So appreciate it. <laughs> okay. well, well, we'll go uh, so, easy on you. Yeah, go easy on me. I've um, I've been with major properties for 16 years, specializing in industrial, commercial, real estate in the uh, downtown area and greater Los Angeles area. As you mentioned, I've, uh, I'm a partner, executive vice president here at the company. Our firm, Major Properties, was founded in in 1964 by Arnold Luster, 
and the company was taken over by his two sons, Brad and Jeff Luster, in 1992 after coming out of a horrible recession in L.A. They then since built up the, uh, the business, and we are a boutique firm headquartered in Los Angeles, headquartered in downtown L.A., and we have survived all the ups and downs, all of the recessions for the last 54 years. A lot of our competitors and the smaller mom-pa shops have either disappeared or been bought up. But we've maintained a, a strong presence in this marketplace. So our, our, our niche really is you know, be, staying a boutique firm. We have about 13 agents, and we serve – the LA marketplace, the greater LA, with a large emphasis in downtown LA, Hollywood, South LA, East LA, and the surrounding submarkets of, of, of downtown. Well, it sounds like a very busy area to me. Uh, from my perspective here in Orange County, uh, yep. downtown LA is nothing but commercial real estate it seems like of course there's a lot of residential i'm just being facetious but huge huge amounts of properties up there and what are some of the real estate trends that you're seeing in your market anthony so there's been a lot in our marketplace and i think in the la area especially in the last 20 years or so 10 years but i'd say the the biggest trend that i'm seeing on the commercial and industrial side today is the change of use and let me explain what I mean by that. So there's a couple of reasons for the change of use. One, we have lost here in Los Angeles a lot of the manufacturing jobs, either to other states because it's been too expensive here in Los Angeles, and certainly I think we all know what's happening in other parts of the country uh, for much cheaper labor and other reasons why a lot of the manufacturing has gone overseas. So. What has happened to these manufacturing buildings and manufacturing plants in the L.A. if they can't use it for manufacturing? Well, it's, it's the change of use. So a lot of these buildings, which simply serve for, say, garment manufacturing or sheet metal, are now being changed to creative office in a lot of cases, or they're maybe being turned into restaurants, or if the land is big enough which in a lot of cases it is, they're being completely torn down and they're being built for residential, mixed use, or a combination of the two. So the, the change in use in these buildings is, is really been the biggest trend. And the other reason why, well, especially in the, in the core of downtown, a lot of the buildings were built in the 1930s, 1940s, and they've simply just become functionally obsolete for high-end distribution or manufacturing because the needs of these companies today are a lot different than they were 50, 60, 70 years ago. The, the capacity of product coming in, the trucking, the loading, the ceiling heights, a lot of these things in these old buildings, they simply can't serve the needs of, of manufacturing and distribution today. So a lot of that has gone out to the Inland Empire where they've been able to build these massive 100,000 footers with 30 foot clear. But in the core, in the urban areas of LA and the submarkets, we, we can't do that. And so the change of use is, is the biggest thing we're seeing today. 
Yeah, that makes a ton of sense, and I, I would imagine that that's probably one of the biggest reasons to work with a commercial real estate agent like yourself. Well, tell us, what why is it important for people to engage someone like you early in the process when they're they're looking at or thinking of repurposing real estate? So that, that's a great question. I would say if, for example, you are an owner of a piece of real estate today in the greater L.A. area, it's important to work with somebody like me because you simply don't know what the value of this real estate is today. And a lot of people have owned the properties for 30 years or they've inherited the properties from their families, and they don't know what the value is. And the value today isn't necessarily just looking at the comps or looking at what another manufacturing building had sold because it's, it's much more complicated to that than that. The market's moving a lot faster and really understanding where these trends are. So maybe your property is better suited to reposition today. Maybe your property is better suited for you to clean it up and I could bring in a great tenant and we can change your income from, say, a dollar to $2 a square foot. Or maybe it's just going to be way too expensive and you're better off selling it today because of what's happening, because of the demand, because of the premium you can get. And maybe your money is better used by selling this and buying another asset somewhere else. So you know, just to saying, hey, I'm going to sell a building isn't the right reason. Bring somebody in that really understands the market. Bring somebody in that understands the trends. Bring somebody that's going to give a fresh approach to looking at your property and not just saying, yes, it's worth X, because there's a lot of other factors that go into it. And on the flip side of it, if you're buying a piece of real estate today, it's important to have a commercial agent that represents you and your interest and understands market trends, understands where things are going, understands zoning issues, understanding environmental concerns, understanding what it means to maybe have another tenant in there, understanding the marketplace, the labor pool, access to different things. So depending on what side of the coin you're on, there's a number of reasons why it's important to have a, a commercial real estate agent fighting, fighting and working for you. Well, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, when you're, especially these days with what you said, your your biggest trend in this change of use, uh, there might be uh, someone out there who may want to buy your building for a completely different purpose than what you think they want to buy it for. And uh, and to to be um, clear on those those types of trends is a huge competitive advantage. Can you share an example of a current deal that you're working on? So. Sure. Um, a current deal. Okay, I'll give you an example of something how this relates to a client of mine has been in, certainly currently is operating in the manufacturing business. He's in the food manufacturing. He's located just on the northeast part of downtown LA. And his buildings, in my opinion, are just functionally obsolete. They're they're simply just old and uh, the low ceilings and, and so forth. And he had been thinking of selling his business, selling the real estate, and he had me come in to do a valuation on his property. And as hard as it may be, I had to tell him the truth, that, look, the truth is 
even though you're operating your business here today and you've been very successful, these buildings for the next user, for the next owner, are just not going to work. I said, we got to look at your real estate really as a land value. The buildings are not going to mean anything to him today. And sometimes that's a, it's a hard thing for an owner to accept and swallow. And there's a pride of ownership that goes into operating the business there. And I get that. And I have empathy for those people. But, you know, they bring me in because I'm a professional and, and want to give them the honest truth and opinions and how they can maximize their dollars. And this was a way that this particular client could. So I said, look, if you really want to sell, we're going to market this as a development opportunity. And he agreed to it and he accepted my valuation and we went to the marketplace and we marketed this old manufacturing plant as a development opportunity and specifically tried to reach out to affordable housing developers or market rate developers or the mixed use developers. And now we are in escrow and uh, that we have, we, we ended up finding the, the client, the buyer ourselves. And we've been working in this case, we've been working both sides of it, but the, um, the, the owner is, has been very happy with the number we were able to achieve for him, the type of buyer we were able to find. And it was, it was a result of, looking at his property from a different perspective and not simply just as what it, what it was, but what it can be. Well, you know, you bring the vision that you bring um, to the deal, and it seems like that's, that's, that is the, the whole deal. I mean, you're, you know, you're bringing in not, not what it is, but what it could be and what the market is looking for uh, right. in this particular situation. That's a huge part of the deal. What kind of tips or ideas or precautions would you give to business owners, maybe somebody who owns their own building and is in our in our listenership is thinking about, you know, I'm going to sell off or transition this business in the next few years. I wonder if I should hold the building or, or try to uh, diversify and exchange it for something else. What's What would you say the, the future looks like as far as buying and holding those types of properties? Okay, so Bill, you just filled with all the good questions today. Um, so I, I would, I'm going to share an example first of a, a client of mine that sort of fit that parameter. Um, another client I had been working with in LA was in the candy manufacturing business, and they had been headquartered here in LA for a, you know a generation and a half or so. They their building again became obsolete. So I I helped him. Um, this was a full circle help with this particular client. So we had helped him relocate his manufacturing plant out into the Inland Empire, which I had mentioned earlier. And he went from an old manufacturing plant here in LA to a state of the art food processing facility in a 100,000-square-foot building where he could really grow and expand his business. So in, in that case, it made sense for him to, to relocate. It made sense for him to buy another building. And when I was representing him on the buy side, we had searched every single county from, from Los Angeles and every single city from L.A. out to San Bernardino, looking at different options, different types of buildings, and really finding the best fit that meets his needs. So his, his building, he left his building here in Los Angeles. He had moved out. 
his headquarters facility he had uh, passed down to his children as an inheritance. And when he was ready to finally relocate the last piece of his business, the children said, okay, great, Anthony, we have this building. We don't know what to do with it. Do we hold it? Do we lease it? Do we sell it? And, you know, those are a lot of questions. I think everybody's going to be in different situations. But in this particular case, the the children who inherited the property were out of state. They were not familiar with real estate. And I said, look, the market for these type of buildings, for an industrial building in this area, is at its peak today. It's at a premium. And if you were to lease it, you only can get X. If you were to sell it, here's what you can get. And they liked that concept. So we, we have put the building on the market. We, we, I was able to find them, an owner-user, paid them a premium. But the, the next piece of that is what do we do with the money? And instead of just paying their taxes, we, myself, I helped them, advised them on doing a 1031 exchange, and we're able to take the money from this particular sale, and we bought them two investment properties in different parts of the country. So part of that was researching, analyzing different opportunities, and the yield they were able to get was probably two times two and a half times greater than if they were to just hold that building and lease it out to another industrial use. So they achieved much greater value. The the client was happy on the sale. The client was happy on the buy because they can have a great building for their new business. But more importantly, the client who I was representing on the sale, they were able to turn that into a much better income for themselves and buying a real stabilized asset. So, I think it's important to to ask yourself, well, why why are you selling a, this property or why are you buying the property? And if you're buying a property today, are you an owner-user? Are you going to use it for your business for the next 10 years? If so, then you're going to have different goals and different needs, and it's okay to maybe pay a premium because the business is going to serve your needs, and you're going to increase your business. You're going to grow your business, and if you can hold that real estate for 10 years – in our market here, in the greater L.A. market, most likely that property is going to double or triple in the next 10 years. If you are selling a property, understand why you're selling, what are you going to do with the money, and again, it sort of relates back to what I was saying earlier, is it best to sell, is it best to lease it, is it best to fix it, uh, is it maybe best to bring in another partner and do a joint venture, but this is what a realtor like myself or any of the other experienced commercial real estate agents here can do, we quarterback the deal. We we bring in the big picture and uh, and understand. So I try to tell clients is, look, know, know why you're doing it. Bring in people like myself to help you because there's a lot of moving parts in a commercial real estate transaction. Yeah, there really are. And uh, for a lot of owners, they're facing this. Uh, people that I see that own buildings that their business operates in, and maybe they're going to sell off their business. And they, they really need to understand, is the is the new, is a buyer of their business going to be their, um, their tenant? Uh, mm-hmm. If so, what are the commitments? Or should they be thinking about, um, as you said, re- repositioning that that asset redeploying it as a 1031 exchange to some other kind of income producing, uh, mm-hmm. or you know, uh, 
or, or what? And so that's where you come in, the or what. Mm-hmm. And thank goodness you do because it's it's a complicated issue these days. Uh, and Southern California certainly has its uh, its certain nuances that it's uh, it's very favorable to bring somebody in who knows those nuances. So tell us about the best way for our listeners to reach out to you and find out how you might be able to help them with their needs. So best way to find me is majorproperties.com. Uh, I'm on personally. I'm on all social media outlets, LinkedIn, Twitter. Um, I have a commercial real estate Facebook page at Anthony Bihar, Instagram at Anthony S. Bihar, and or Anthony at MajorProperties.com. So I'm I'm pretty easy to find. I'm out there. Our, our company is well known, well recognized in the industry, and uh, I'm here for anybody that needs help, questions, concerns about commercial or industrial real estate. And you certainly uh, have given us a lot to think about um, with regards to the um, the the trends and the uh, how to use your property today and and what to do with it when it's time to uh, to start thinking about repurposing that property. There is a lot to think about. Don't mess around. Engage a professional, Anthony. Uh, it, it sounds like you're the person to call. Um, and uh, again, major properties m a j o r properties dot com. Or uh, just simply Google Anthony Bihar, B-E-H-A-R, and you're going to find him some way or another, right? Yeah, you'll find us out there. And I'll, <laughs> I'll, just, I'll, I'll just say this to your listeners, Bill. If any of them own a, a commercial or industrial property in the greater Los Angeles area and they want a, a consultation or a broker opinion of value, we could do that. I will do that for free of charge. Uh, to any of your listeners out there, and, and we will give a, a full report, a really nice package we put together, and they will get insight, they'll get comps, they'll get consultation, and we will do that all for free to your listeners. Anthony, you're someone uh, our listeners should know about, and I really appreciate you coming on and sharing uh, sharing your insights. And uh, would like to have you back sometime in the future to talk about the you know, trends that are happening uh, sometime down the road. Uh, and I look forward to that, uh, to that next interview as well. Thanks so much for joining me today. Hey, Bill, can I mention one more thing? Absolutely. Sure. So um, I just want to um, let your listeners know that um, I, I have a podcast that's going to be coming to the marketplace in uh, probably the end of this month. It's called Bihar on the Block, and it's going to be about Los Angeles business stories. It'll be an interview-style podcast where we we meet some of these manufacturers or distributors or people in the politics of L.A. or people that have made a restaurant or have developed and created some of the most outstanding pieces of real estate in the Los Angeles area, and we learn about their stories how they were able to do this, why they did it, and how they've overcome some of the difficulties of the L.A. politics, of the L.A. real estate, and of getting through uh, the thick and thin of it. So I have three guests coming up. 
at the end of this month, and I'm very excited to release this podcast. It's called Bihar on the Block, Los Angeles Business Stories, and I think it'll be a, a great compliment to what you're doing, and I think your listeners would find it really interesting. Yeah, I, I'm really excited for you. That's great. Um, I would uh, you know, ask you to let us know when when you're up and running, and we'll go ahead and promote it as well. And uh, it, it sounds like something that would be very interesting to listen to, and uh, and a good great information for our listeners to have as well. So thank you very much. Yeah. So thank you so much, Bill. Appreciate being on your show, and we you know, hopefully uh, I'll have you on my podcast in the near future. And um, appreciate the opportunity to be with you today and be with your listeners. Sounds great. All right. Well, thanks so much for joining us. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back after this. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 